Apologetic podcast special special night as we give tribute to a good friend of ours, <laughs> Mr. Deshaun Jackson, who would have been 40 oh. years old tomorrow, <laughs> September 19th. I am Sir Gilbert Live, and I'm joined by two people who, you know, at the end of the day, were. Deshaun's two best friends, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure they might have something to say about that. But, uh, you know, sitting to my left is a very familiar face from the uh, Five, Fab, no, Fab Five. Five, Five. Fridays, you don't have to hold that if you don't like. Um, five, Fab, Five Fridays. I'm a little tongue-tied on that. Um Mr. Uh, Mike Fantastic, how are you tonight? Welcome back to the studios, Mike. Been a while since I've been in here. You want to hold it? No, nah, I don't want to hold it. Okay, you 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 want to hold the picture? I'm it's doing, sentimental. Uh, it's sentimental. Oh, okay. I'm just you know checking it out. Okay. <laughs> That's all. Okay. I'm gonna sit it down. Okay. We got our picture up here from uh, with Deshaun and TJ and Huli and Mike and myself, Jamal, Terrence, and Mark. The whole game. The whole yeah, game. The whole back game. In the Christian. Day. Christian. Yes, this was 2018. This was 2018. Um, and we're also joined by uh, his longest tenured friend, Mr. Jamal Williams. How are you tonight? Man, man? I'm blessed, man. I'm yes. blessed. Yes. You 40 blessed. years old. Yes. Sean Bone would have been 40. Sean Bone would have been 40. That's a picture. Show the people the picture. As if you can see it, uh, I'll put it up later for a throwback picture tomorrow. Sean, myself, Jamal Williams. I was just, I just, I put all his, all his best friends together and I just jumped in. You know, they were all dressed alike. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were all dressed what, alike. What was this, what was this picture that from? That was at STK in Los Angeles where it was $40 macaroni and cheese. Yeah, mm-hmm. on the private menu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> truffle, truffle macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Yeah. He acted a fool that night. Yeah, that was a bad night. That was a very bad night. Always, I knew I wasn't the best friend because he, he always avoided confrontation with these two. But, you know, I always was, uh, you know, he didn't have a problem. Cussing you out, yeah. just like everybody else. Well, I guess you, I guess you do have a point. But... September 19th, Virgo season would have been Deshaun's 40th birthday. And we know Deshaun loved the microphone and the camera. So uh, he is, um, why is this not on? Um, we, we're here and we're live. You know, Sean was, uh, gave us, I want to say that was 38 good years. Was that 38? He was 38 when he passed or 37? To he would have been, yep, he was 37. He was approaching his. Uh, he was approaching his thirty eighth birthday. Nineteen, right? So he was born in eighty two. So he was thirty seven. He was approaching his thirty eighth birthday. Am I correct about that? He had no. passed it. Yeah, he was thirty seven. He had just made thirty seven on September 
19th. He passed on September 24th. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Sean gave us 37 years, 37 impactful years. Nobody, you, you'll never, if you ever have uh, ran into him and even had a conversation with him, he definitely left a mark on you uh, easily, easily from, um, you know, signature laugh, you know, his accent, you know, correcting you when you say his name is not Deshaun. I mean, Deshaun is Deshaun. It's Deshaun. Uh, yeah, all of those good things about Sean. And one thing that I learned about Sean, what I, I think my most impactful moment with Sean is, you know, when, when he had went away and what he went away for, you know, that was a very challenging moment in our friendship because, you know, it, you don't know if you are, if it's okay to support, you know, for what the charge was. And we're not saying anything bad because if you Google it, you'll see it. Uh, but uh, that was the challenge. And I think that that was, at that time, probably the most challenging, one of the most challenging things I'd ever been put through in a friendship. And, uh, you know, you have to pray about it and you follow yeah. the Lord. And the Lord said, you know, support your friend. So I was there throughout. And, um, you know, and if, if, if it was someone else, who I probably wasn't as close to, I probably wouldn't have been there. Right. But because of who he was in our relationship for over 20 years at that time, uh, I, I was there for Sean. That's what I really knew. Like, this is, this is, uh, this is my friend. And I wanted to be there for him. And it's also innocent till proven guilty. So, you know, it is what it is. Mike, you got a nickname. You were the only one to get <laughs> a nickname <laughs> for Sean. You're the only one to get a nickname. And uh, during you're proud, that, you're proud of that. Yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> during during Fab Five Fridays, you inherited the name of the Morris Chestnut of the group. And you let <laughs> and you met Sean and started began a friendship with Sean uh, much later in life. So why don't you talk about the Morris Chestnut of the group and and when you met Sean and how it you all became best friends? Okay, let, let me start by clearing that phrase up. The Morris Chestnut. <laughs> when he says that, he, he he's not talking about like physical looks or anything. He's talking about clearly. Yeah. He's talking about, yeah. He's talking about like the, the 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 role I played in the group, man. Right, right. You know what I mean? So I guess that's how he fit me into the group. And me and him we were pretty we were pretty close. We did a lot of the clubbing those were my clubbing days. So we did a lot of the clubs what, what, together. Couple clubs. What clubs? What clubs? Prop house. Prop house. Red No Five. Red No Five. And uh, what's the one? <laughs> the Funky Buddha Lounge. Funky Buddha Lounge. <laughs> yeah, I know you know I, the I funky know the Funky Buddha Lounge. Lounge. Yes I do. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't need to tell that story. I wasn't so. gonna tell it. <laughs> you know, this is Deshaun's now. I'm not gonna, you know. So yeah, I met Deshaun in uh what? O two? O2 at Lincoln Park, I didn't really know him at first, but I saw him and I noticed him from always sitting in the corner with uh Mark Twain, one of the other five five. 
they always had like a little solo table in the corner by uh-huh. the theater. Uh-huh. And I, I thought maybe no one was allowed to sit there because it was only <laughs> him and Sean over there. And they both always had Timberlands on. I'm not going to say I, I thought that, you know what I'm saying, certain things. But I didn't, I didn't really know Mark at the time either. Mm-hmm. So I guess I kind of later started to know both of them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I came probably a lot closer with Mark than I did Sean at, at first. But then Sean kind of finagled his way in there. I thought Sean was, uh, I thought he was a funny guy. So when did you uh, became friends once he got back from you Tennessee? From Fisk? Yeah. Yeah, me and Sean became friends like later. The, the college days were done. I, yeah, so yeah, we I became his friend way after high school. So he he I think he left Fisk in maybe oh six oh seven. So that's when you all started going strong, huh? Yeah, we yeah we uh I I just knew Deshaun was reliable. It was somebody I could call. He was always ready, even though I had to pick him up. <laughs> he was always ready to go out. I know that's right. Yeah, he was always right. ready to go out. He would drive to me. Most of the time, I would go get him. But so a lot of times he would drive to me and we would take my kind, you know, go straight there. You know, you are uh, with, with it, it's a, to me, it's an odd combination, you know, to see Mike Murphy, <laughs> yeah, who, right. you know, from Cabrini. Come Greens. on, from Cabrini. Uh, you all shared Lincoln Park together, but weren't friends. You know, he went off to Fisk and then you come back and, you know, before now, before recently, you know, you've been pretty much known as a ladies' man and, you know, shown, you know, like myself, you know, we had our struggles. So, uh, it, you know, it's kind of funny to see that, you know, you and him would, you know, kind of click the way you did. I hear I hear a lot of versions of Deshaun, but the, the version I knew was quite different from what everyone else was talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, he was, like, when, when other people talk about him, they talk about him in a different way. But the, the Deshaun I knew, he was relentless. Like, when we go to the club, Deshaun didn't care about rejection, none of that shit. He, he was... He he would go out to every woman we saw that we liked, and he would he would try he would get turned down very quickly. But he didn't give a fuck. He didn't care who who she was. He didn't say very quickly, but he go he going after. Her. And the way the way we used to scarf that damn liquor down, I can't believe I'm here today. Like, we used to drink that. We used to drink so fast and without a chaser. It was it was dangerous. Mm. Not that I think back about it. It's, that's crazy. So you and Sean were out here chasing the ladies. Yeah, me and Deshaun, we was clubby, we was clubbers. Goddamn it! I yeah, I, yeah, I, I like I like Deshaun. I actually helped Deshaun uh, move a couple things out of his apartment. That's that was the first time oh, I ever yeah. been over there to uh, what's that Lake Grove over there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was the first time I had been over there. And I think me and Deshaun got a little bit closer after that. So yeah, Deshaun moving. was cool. <laughs> hmm. Okay, well that's good. Uh, you know, like I said. Uh, a bit of an odd combination when I heard about it and, you know, used to see it. But, you know, uh, things change and people change. And, uh, you know, you you were there. He definitely loved him some Mike Murphy. You know, the Morris Chestnut. Of the- <laughs> Morris Chestnut. The Morris Chestnut. <laughs> the guy sitting next to um, Mike Murphy, Jamal, has the longest history that we know of, probably except for his family members, uh, with Deshaun. And um, you all go back to, what, 94, 
you said? 94? Yeah, probably about that. 94. 94, uh, 11 years old, 12 years 11, old. 11, 12, yep. The, at the uh, old George Muneer Elementary. George Muneer, yep. We, uh, he came aboard uh, probably about that time, 94, and he came out of nowhere, basically. And uh, he, he uh, we were friends with the Hordens, the, all the Hordens. We consider ourselves family, basically. And uh, it was some shenanigans back then. A lot of uh, stealing and um, bike rides and just foolishness uh, going back then. We got caught uh, cutting school together and... He was <laughs> he was a wild child back then, you know what I'm saying? And I was I was pretty happy to be uh <laughs> he brought me aboard and I was I was happy to be aboard, you know. It was it was cool though. It it really was cool. But yeah, it was probably at the point of his passing, probably like a almost thirty year uh friendship. Mm-hmm. So even when he went away, uh you have to as you mentioned, uh Anthony, you have to reevaluate some things, but you know, at the end of the day, uh, it's family. And you don't abandon family no matter how um, tenuous things get. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all of us have been friends and knowing each other uh, for a very long time. Uh, as a group, I want to say since 98, when Sean got to uh, Lincoln Park. I think he was he was the last one to get to Lincoln Park. We were all of us were already there, and uh, you know it, it was just it was just nothing but you know I could I stayed away from Sean in elementary school. You know he was trouble. You know you could you know he was trouble. You know I mean used to come through the teacher's door after, you know, it'd be after 10 o'clock and he would come through the side door yes, he would. to go to class because he would stay at home and watch Oprah, you know, uh, which came on at 9 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he would come in and, uh, you know, I, I tried to stay as far away from him as possible. And, um, you know, Strike Him Out brought us all together because they were playing on the bases and we were playing Strike Him Out and you know, then we would see each other at Lincoln Park, and I, he always used to wear them damn Tommy Hill figure overalls. He and, had overalls. He yeah. corduroy overalls yeah. were his thing, yeah. and that's how he introduced himself to the North Side. <laughs> K Swiss and corduroy, <laughs> white K Swiss and corduroys. He had a pair of brown corduroys that he wore everywhere he went. And he, one thing about him, he would button up his polo shirt all the way to the top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. he definitely had his own style. Yeah. He had some for you. Yeah, <laughs> he always had some for you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, and you know, people don't really. Do you think about this? Like, you don't think about this, but he was a hell of an athlete. I mean, he could run fast as hell. I mean, yes, he did. He probably wasn't a first round basketball pick. Or for or football, but you know he'll knock down that three point shot, and he was going to be a nuisance on defense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great running back in football, great lefty in tennis, uh, and a great umpire for baseball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, the antics he pulled in baseball, yeah. umpire. Yeah, but you're right. He was 
he would he never got left off the team. Right. You picked him. You might not have picked him first, but you were going to pick him yeah. in in the end. So yeah. yeah, yeah, he was. And I'll say this: he was probably one of the fastest people yeah. on the near north side. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. Oh, I didn't know he was known for that. Yeah. Well, you still. You got to be fast. <laughs> and me and Sean, well, we, we were still, but ain't nobody going to catch us, except that A-Rap caught me that time. Oh. Sean that loved time, it. I want to I wanna chime stuff. in on the, uh, when he said Sean had his own style. Because I had the pleasure of sharing rooms when we went out of town more than one time. Oh, like, yeah. And he would always, like, like not hype me up, but he would, like, prep me on his... <laughs> A tie on what he was going to wear. So, so the beginning of the trip, oh, he would always tell me like, you got some I got something. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what he was talking about. The, per- the first time I got room with him, oh, I understand what he was saying. Yep. He said, I got some shit for, for y'all, Murphy. He said, wait till you see me. So I will be waiting. Ready for see what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> and then he pull out some some pink or some lavender shit. You see what? You see what? Buttons on it, and I used to crack myself up looking at it's the like, ensemble so, he used to put on. Oh yeah, yeah. that's some tie dye. And them damn Tie-dye. shoes, them uh hush puppy type moccasins. Yeah, with no socks. With no socks. Yeah. No socks. Sean was not gonna wear no socks. That, that Sean got us up. with that, and this was funny. It's almost ten years ago. We went to Puerto Rico, <laughs> and he said, yeah, "I got something for y'all." And every night we was in there waiting. <laughs> like, is this is this what you're talking about? <laughs> One time, the shit had a blitz, a bleach stain. <laughs> that's the tie dye shirt. That's the tie shirt. It's all straight He would come out with some shit for you. Oh yeah. And then you know, at one point when he when he thought he was sexy, he had he used to have those cuts in his jeans. You know, sometimes Slits. they went up a little slip. They used to go, up, you know, a little bit past the thigh. Inner thighs. Right. He used to try to show his balls off, uh, and with those uh, jeans he had. Uh, but yeah, Sean definitely had you know his way. With clothes. And he was serious about that. Oh, I yeah. got some shit for you. Because you got to remember, this is my first time seeing Sean. Yeah. Like, I'm new to I'm new to everything. So, yeah. the way he tell it to me, he looks serious as hell the way he no, tell man, it. No, like, he was serious. Oh, Murphy, you wait wait till you see this shit I got here. Like, he prepping me on what he finna put on. And I'm thinking he got some Versace or some Gucci or right. some shit. Oh, no. This motherfucker. No, he did. Boy, he pulled some the weirdest shit out of his bag oh, yeah. and put it together and thought he was killing it. Oh, and that's yeah. when, like, in Puerto Rico, he said, Jamal, I got something for you. <laughs> I got something for y'all. And he pulled out this sweater. I'm like, it was like a, a, a sweater vest. Yeah. A pullover sweater vest. I'm like, motherfucker, it's 90 degrees. What the fuck you got this knit vest on for, man? Why? But... He ironed it and he yeah. wore that day. He wore his clothes proudly, man. Right. When, I was oh, yeah. in, when we was in LA, he had it pre folded yeah, in yeah. a way that didn't right. get wrinkled. That's right. So That's when right. he pulled That's it, he right. didn't have to do no on it. When he pulled it out for me, he pulled it out and laid it on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> and I was looking at that shit like this. What he was talking about? Yeah, that's what he's talking about. And he was serious. So, yeah. I know he was. I seen his face. That's I was confident. waiting on some, some over the the mountain type shit. Confidence. This motherfucker. Yeah, I I used to laugh. I, I, I still laugh at myself about that. His ass, the way he told me that, I never forget it. You know, and it's funny because uh, you know I think all of you all are ugly. 
No, Sean was ugly as hell. But he had some confidence, you know. Uh, yeah, he did. You know, he, he loved him some Dominique Smith. You know, he would take us some M&M's oh, yeah. and them peanut M&M's every day. He loved Ashanti Hall. Dominique. Mm. Uh, Ta- and he loved that gal, Dominique, who he I don't know if you're watching right now, but Dominique. Yeah, went off to uh, Fisk. They went off to Fisk together. Yeah. And you remember when you went off to the Marines and you came back and we surprised Sean down at, at yes. Fisk University. It was one of the worst road trips ever uh, because uh, <laughs> Jamal hadn't driven in a while because he was over in Japan and stuff. And so we let him start off the first leg of the trip. He didn't drive anything on wheels. <laughs> he didn't think that we were going to make it out of Indiana. Uh, you remember that, that Skyway ramp that you go right up past 63rd yeah. and you go to the left? Uh-huh. Jamal was going about 85 around that <laughs> ramp. That was, um, that was awesome. And so we went down there to That's surprise right. Sean and he said, uh, you know, I knocked on the door first and he did not. <laughs> he looked through the people. <laughs> <laughs> We had some people downstairs where he lived. Now, you know, if you go to, if you went to NIU and you said, you know, I'm looking for Sir Goodwin Live, they'd be like, who the hell is that? You know, we went to the doors. We just, we probably just chose the door because we didn't know. They knew. We said Deshaun, they knew exactly who he was they and did. where he stayed. They did. They Led did. us up there. I knocked <clears throat> on the door. We knew he was in there. He did not answer. Yep. Terrence knocked on the door. Terrence kept banging on the door. And he was like, he opened the door. He said, what are you doing here? <laughs> he didn't say, hey, how, hey, you, how doing? you doing? You know, welcome to Frisco. Welcome to, he said, what are you doing here? And then when Jamal came around the corner, he was like, oh, my God, it's Jamal. And he went crazy. And me, TJ, and Terrence were like, what is, I mean, what about us? Right, um, so y'all, he saw y'all first and no reaction. Right, no, he Jamal. was not happy to see oh, us God. at all. At all, uh, we had a good time at this. Even though he, we were there for about seven hours. He made us. He told us he had to go. He was going out of town. He made us get out of there real quick. And uh, never forget, he when uh, I, I had my camera. I should have had this ready. And I was like, "This is uh, Fisk University, Y'all where they have Y'all this, assholes. and we have they have uh, this, and they have that." He was like, you know what, good with you and that fat ass camera, you you backed up, you 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 so, so backed up, you so backed up. What did he, what did he say? He said so. It's coming out of your ears. It's, you yeah, so backed up. It's coming out yeah, of your ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said you so full of shit. You backed up. It was oh my god, that was a classic moment. And yeah, he, he kicked us out of, out of Nashville. He did escort us out. We played some basketball before we left there. Yeah. Keith Gotti. Yeah, we did. In the gang and. uh it was, he didn't, <laughs> he got us fuck out of there, basically. Yeah. He, he got he got us in. Right, he showed us a couple things. They made a couple jokes about us, uh, dark skins, and um, him and Terrence. Yeah. Uh, and he got us out of there. Terrence came down there with a plastic bag. That was his luggage. A plastic garbage bag is his luggage. <laughs> and, no, and no money. And no <laughs> Y'all have to leave Terrence alone. We picked Terrence's ass up. He pulled that damn Gladlock bag out of it, uh, uh, Ziploc bag out of it, uh, and I say, man, damn, he come a long way. But yeah, 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 we went, we drove down there, we made it. 
Sean was pissed off to see us, but he he got us in and he got us the hell up out of there, man. And he got pissed off at going at the um, we were at a drive through. That's what it really was. <laughs> and we were waiting for um, we were waiting for Biggie. What's the Biggie Fry and the Biggie? We were at McDonald's. Is that Biggie Fries and stuff? Yeah. And he was so pissed off at going. He said he <laughs> you just want a biggie fry a biggie shake you just a biggie motherfucker let's get that fry <laughs> <laughs> he so always had a joke on good he always had a joke ready for good ass boy it, it was that was good that that definitely was good boy definitely always under attack um <laughs> but you know Sean and I even even though you know we had our share of battles, you know, whether it be in sports or, you know, even during our unapologetic days, you know, Sean was not happy with me towards the end of unapologetic, but I remember plenty of times where Sean would drive up to DeKalb and just surprise me, Mm -hmm. you know, and he would come up on a Friday night or a Saturday morning and, you know, we would definitely go eat and we play tennis and play some spades and you know me him and Rue and TJ we had a great time mm-hmm. so he was uh he was a, a very good friend to me uh and I appreciated him for that and um you know even even with money you know uh um, yeah Sean had you know Sean could be something else but you know, I remember one time he asked me for $700, and <laughs> I was scared as hell to give it to Sean. Like, this probably be the last time I see him. <laughs> but he, um, I, I gave it to him, and he gave it back to me when he said he was going to do it. And I remember getting, I think I borrowed $800 from him, and he, and he gave it to me, you know. So, uh, you know, we, we had our battles, but it was one person I I. I did feel like, you know, he had my back, you know, mm-hmm. through it all, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, no doubt, you know, we, we battled. I mean, I, I remember him jumping on my back and knocking me down one day, uh, walking Best home from school. Uh, <laughs> it was just, he just came, walked up behind and jumped. And see, I didn't do all that wrestling and stuff that they did. You know, I didn't do all that. I didn't like to get dirty. But uh, he should have ran up behind me and and jumped on my back. Um, But Sean was, uh, he was was good. He he was good to me. I have to say that, you know, some people will have a different story. But Sean was definitely good to me. And that's part of the thing, you know, he kept those things separate. He treated you the way he gonna treat you, and you have a relationship that you have. But you talk about compartmentalization. Uh-huh. Sean was a compartmentalized person. You know, he had this, he had that, he had this, he had that, and he didn't expose you to the different parts. Yeah. So you might not know about the other parts. Yeah. But with you, like you said, you know, you have a good relationship with him, lending money, you know, borrowing money. That's how he was. You all went out and partying and kicked it with the girls and stuff. I never saw that part of Sean. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of just like I learned more about Sean just talking to different people. Right. But nobody, everybody says one thing about him. That he was a funny motherfucker. The shit Sean has pulled over 
the the thirty years that I knew him, yeah, yeah. he pulled shit that like good one talk about him coming through the side door of Manier at ten o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Me, I cut class with him. Uh, you know, at Manier, you know, I cut class with him at Lincoln Park. Sean and I, we stole things together. We used to go to F F F A O Schwartz. Welcome to our world yeah. of toys. Manier. Y'all did? Oh, yeah, man. Skeet, Skeet, caught, Skeet caught me and Sean. Um, Skeet caught me and Sean cutting. We used to cut, and I don't know why we did it, but we went to go. We went to St. Michael's. Church. Church. <laughs> They'll never find us in here. We used to go to St. Michael's and burn the candles at St. Michael's. It was just silly. But Skeet caught us at St. Michael's. We used to hop the gate. There was an old folks home next to um, Maneer. We used to hop the fence. There was a big, there was, you all remember on mm-hmm. Hudson, there was a big uh, block fence right there. Mm-hmm. We used to hop that fence. We used to hide in there. Skeet caught us there, uh, called us there, beat the shit out of us. And took us to Mr. Carrington. He, like, it was just, it's just interesting. Like, the stories that Sean and I have, you know, like I said, get caught stealing together, go to 18th District together. You know, he was, Sean was a motherfucker. Yeah. You know, and that, that's how you can describe him, a catch-all phrase. He was a motherfucker. Very interesting, but uh, very deep. Very deep. You can have some of the deepest conversations with this guy, uh, and, with, and you just you never really figure him out. It's random too. It's random. We Absolutely. Had, uh, we was going to another place out of town, and me and Sean had missed our flight, so we had to wait in the airport for another flight because mm-hmm. we missed our flight. Mm-hmm. And we were just sitting at the, uh, the the part where you uh board, and he was just telling me everything about his life, and I'm like, damn, I didn't even know. know this. You would never about know. Sean. You never know. You tell me about how when he was younger. The, he was sleeping in hallways and all type of stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. I'm looking at him. I wouldn't never guess. <clears throat> yeah. You know, thinking about my own life and how I came up. Yeah. I didn't think. You know, what I'm saying he went through something like that. But he was, he was, he was letting me in on stuff like yeah. that. And I think we became a little bit closer because of that too. He had a hard life. He yeah. definitely had a hard life. He was, he was letting me in on some stuff. Uh, Shante and uh, Fontaine and Monique. Um, they were. <clears throat> You know, and they mother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, they were an interesting bunch. They they lived on Cleveland when they first uh, came. You know, his mom name was Debbie, and and it's just they 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 were close to the vest. They took care of one another. Very close to the vest. Very close knit family. And Joyce and the Flakes came in. You know, at some point, and they took great care of uh, Sean. You know, but. As with anything, he's a he's a teenager once he gets there, you know. So he's fighting back against Joyce and you know, but she she did her best, you know, what to raise him and uh Shante up, you know what I'm saying? But it's just uh <laughs> he was yeah, the shit he pulled, man. The shit he pulled, man. But I I'll tell you, we like some of the same movies. Um he he was he was a fanatic about uh Reggie Miller. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> he was definitely gonna go for the other team. Yeah, uh, you know, and so yeah, you can tell about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Love Reggie Miller, hated the Bulls, and uh, just any anybody that most people liked, he was going to go for the other team. He, he was not going to be one to fit in. He was definitely the one to stick out. Uh, one of the, my best laughs I ever had 
was we were at the New City YMCA. Oh, Jesus. And we were sitting with some white ladies, and they were rooting for the New City YMCA team, and Deshaun was rooting for the other team. He didn't know where they were from. Everybody was rooting for the Y. He was rooting for the other team. And so they were like, what? Why are you rooting for the other team? Where are you from? He was like, I'm from, I go to school with all of them, grow with all of them. They said, what is wrong with you? He was like, what the fuck's wrong with you? You stupid bitch. What the fuck? And so he would be saying it, but they did not hear him. They couldn't hear. He was cussing them out, and they could not hear him. I was in tears. I mean, all, everything inside of me hurt. I had to, they like, what's so funny? I'm like, this man was cussing, calling them come. all type of names. And would, and they did not hear him. It was hilarious. Deshaun, oh my God. I mean, just, I mean, just truly one of a kind, you know, you, you know, and somebody just unforgettable. And um, I, I, I thank you for, you know, for being him. You know, when it comes to unapologetic and what you're watching and listening to now, you know, I remember, you know, throwing the idea his way. And, you know, he was like, hey, do it. You know, and then, of course, he came aboard and he left in typical Deshaun fashion. He on know. his own terms. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, Listen to everybody out. <laughs> everything, even though it was lies, you know, he still, you know, he did it his way. And uh, that's one thing about Sean, definitely unapologetic, uh, triumphant. You know, he like you all mentioned, he overcame so many things from the time he was born to being a college graduate, you know, where most people would have given up or, you know, a lot of people that we know chose a different path. You know, Sean had a college degree. Yes, he did. Know? From a prestigious university. Yeah. And... You know, that's all jobs really want you to have. They want you to have the degree. They want to, They want you to show that you could get through. You know, really don't give a damn what your major is, mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. You want to say, okay, well, if you get through college, then you can help out this company. So, um, definitely, and, and, you know, one thing Sean always wanted to do was become a father. And uh, I do, I, I'm pretty sure we were in New York when this, when this child was born. Um, that yep, was probably yep. his his greatest accomplishment and one of his proudest moments is uh, becoming a father. And you know, like most of us who had you know some difficult times in our childhood, you know, it was just to you know prove to be better than our parents. You know, to be a better parent yeah, than right, our parents. Right. And um, he definitely wanted to do that. Which his son, uh, we went to New York in 2012, so I think his son's 10th birthday just passed. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, Caden. Yeah. Oh, he loved Caden. 2012. Um, he did love Caden. So, sure. I know that that was one of his uh, greatest accomplishments. And, you know, we miss him dearly. And, uh, you know... September 19, 2022, Deshaun would have been 40. I'm joined by two 40-year-olds. They have already passed the threshold. Thank God for it. Jamal was first. How how does it it feel to be 40 years old? You made it. Sean didn't make it. You made it. How does it feel to be 40? I thank God. I thank God for 40. Uh, And and not just 
Some didn't make it, but some others didn't make it either. Oh, yeah. You know, and I'm standing here, and uh, a lot of things that people said about me and Sean, you know, um, you know, didn't happen. They predicted a lot of stuff about us, and uh, I'm standing strong right here, right now, and I'm grateful to God for it. So, 40, to me, I ain't old. I, you know, 40 is 40. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm good to go. I'm, I'm, I'm good to, to go. still be here because coming from where I'm from, it's it's an accomplishment yeah, just to reach sure, a certain age. For sure. You ain't behind bars, man. And to keep living, you know, people tell you to keep going. So I'm definitely grateful for that. And I can just say, being 40, I see what all the older people I was talking to was talking about when they tell you about how it's different. And how they say I'm old and these bones don't work like they used to. <laughs> like I can't, I can't jump down three stairs at one time now, like I used to when I was younger. That knee, that knee go buckle. knee go buckle, definitely. I don't need to feel safe doing that. Definitely, and all, and all, uh, both of you all have children under three. years old yeah. too. Yeah, uh, infants. We both got infants. Yeah, yeah. at at at. at 40. So that means we're going to be old ass granddaddies at that school. That's all right. When they get older. That's all right. Who you old know. ass daddy is that? <laughs> Your granddaddy's here to pick you up. No, I'm her father, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but, uh, you know. The key is to keep the hair to no facial hair, you know, so that they can't see the gray. When you still, do you, are you used to that bad yin? Cause no. Because your, your beard no, I'm what? not. <laughs> you motherfucker. My, Let me see, mother. Yeah, I, I don't use no name. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't got to. Maybe by by next. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, I'm right. All right. There you go. No name. Yeah, I, I probably got two or three gray hairs in my beard. That's it. Yeah, I'm I'm grateful. Yeah. These knees. I know what they were saying when they was talking about that. Well, yeah, you tall too. So the yeah. tall people, y'all needs tend to go, uh, go first. Yeah, I usually have those meat. Little pain. bone on bone, ain't nothing made. Yeah, but you know, you all are still thin. Y'all don't have, you know, you all have minimal belly, if any belly, up under there. So you know, thank God for that. That's yeah. one thing Sean had put on some weight. Oh, oh a <laughs> <laughs> Y'all had put on some weight for it. Yeah, right. That's some sausage shit. He was plump when he came back, boy. Yeah, we went to, but when we first came back, we went. We took it to Portillo's. You remember that? Yeah. All, all three of us, we went to Portillo's. Yeah. And he hadn't had that Italian B in a long time with yeah. hot peppers, yeah. double dip. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And yeah. he tore that shit up. Yeah. And so, yeah. <laughs> cheese fries on the side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that was another great memory with Deshaun and I. We would walk, we would go to Terry's Red Hot to any time, and we would dine in. You know, we the fuck <laughs> ain't no seats in Terry Red Hot. <laughs> <laughs> Down and in was standing up. Right, right. We were standing up. <laughs> We would stand up and, and eat our Terry's Red Hot, you know. Uh, then we got cars. We loved us some Terry's Red Hot. What would he get from Terry Red Hot? Terry, he would get a cheeseburger uh, and a taco. He got to get that taco. got to get a taco. What was that taco made of? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we don't know. 
Oh, shoot, the Bears got a touchdown. We missed it. Uh, we that taco was made of uh, of, of ground beef. Yeah, yeah, a burger. Burger. <laughs> they took a burger patty. See, most people don't know that about Terry Red Hot. They took that burger patty and they threw it on that hot skillet or that uh, flat top, and they would chop that thing up to uh, mince meat. <laughs> and what was and everything on the taco was cheese, lettuce, and hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> and they literally put hot sauce, cheese, and lettuce. The best, they had some of the best tacos, though, if you remember Terry Real Hot Tacos. I never had a Terry's Real Hot Taco. That kind of remind me of the way that Sean would, like, when he when he want to ask you for something, it would be like, it would, it would be a little yeah. sneaky, uh, but he would, he would always do it so nobody else would see. <laughs> That that kind of remind me of that. He pull you aside. He pull you to the side. Yes, he would. And he tell you a situation, <laughs> <laughs> which he always had a situation. Yeah, yeah. See if you got it before y'all even got there. He, he right. got he had got his shit down packed before you got there. <laughs> so he, he go over here real quick, and if you ain't have it, he go to the next one. That's right. That's so right. Whoever, you know, he was gonna get it. Was. Yeah. Yep. He was gonna that get was, what he needed. Part of Deshaun. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He will pull your ass to the side. Uh, an unexpected no, moment. You don't moment know what now. the fuck would happen. Ain't nobody paying attention. He'll pull your ass to the side in an unawkward moment and, and be like, yeah, um, I need you to. Sean, Sean showed up. I, I was graduating from police academy. And um, <laughs> Sean, like you said, he built it up. He said, yeah, Jamal, I got something for you, man. I got us a little drink. It's, a, it's just for me and you. It's a little <laughs> private little private drink. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So he pulled. So we went to, I graduated. He was there for that graduation. He's very proud. And though we went out afterwards. Okay. And uh, he had a little satchel. Like a little whiz kid, like um, satchel on his back. And he pulled out a half pint. <laughs> Probably the cheapest shit ever. Uh, a half pint of uh, Smirnoff. Oh. A half pint of Smirnoff vodka. But not only was it a half pint, it was half drink. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. No, it was Amsterdam. It was Amsterdam. He pulled out that half pint of half drink Amsterdam. I say, Sean, you too much, man. But that was his that was his gift to yeah. me, man. I'll never forget that. He saw nothing wrong with it. And he saw nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And he had a couple cups. And you know what oh, I had? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had tap yeah, little cup. He had a, he he had had a couple tap cups. And you know what? I shared that Amsterdam with him. Yes, uh, right. uh, Amsterdam vodka. I say, this nigga out of control. But I said, you know what? It's yeah, the thought that counts. The way you asked me <laughs> that you couldn't refuse. Yeah, no, I couldn't you refuse it because he fuck. said I got something for us. Yeah. He oh, said yeah. I got something <laughs> for us. <laughs> Like private, it was a private stock. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay. We'll like see. one time, Sean came all the way up to my job and pulled me to the side and was like, "Murphy, I, I need a favor from you." And I'm, you know, with Sean, you don't know what you could ask. What's going on? This motherfucker pulled out a uh, <laughs> a, 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 a a medicine like you know what they keep pills in. Mm -hmm. He pulled out one of those, and I'm at my job over the counter. He said. I'm gonna need you to piss in this Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said, what? He said, I'm gonna need you to piss in this. I was like, oh, I'm like, I don't know what was going on or what random reason he would you have never to know. do it. But I did it for him. 
I went to the bathroom. You got him a job. You got gave, him a job. Gave him, <laughs> gave him a piss. He bought. He bought the. He bought the little medicine. The what you call when they put the pills in? Yeah, uh, aspirin bottle. And he said if that didn't work, <laughs> he said he said I got a condom for you to piss in, Murphy. <laughs> he wanted to piss in the condom, tied in a knot. He said he said because I'm gonna walk down the street and keep it on my on my inner thigh to keep it warm. So it passed the test. He was getting the job. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, he was getting the job. I pissed in that motherfucker. And he got that job, too. Yeah, I yeah. bet you he did. Yeah. Yeah. You never play with you. Don't ask you. Yeah, yeah. It, it was some shit. Yeah. Like I said, he pulled some shit out of his ass, boy. He asked me that shit. I was like, what the hell? I'm at work. Nigga, here, get this motherfucker. Take this condom. Piss in this motherfucker. Piss in this Yeah, the show definitely kept us on our toes and you know he had a legendary laugh yeah. you know a contagious laugh you know when whenever he would get going oh yeah you know it was it was on Sean was gonna laugh and he was going to cry mm-hmm. laughing and he would do it for I mean I, I watched him laugh for a half an hour when Pat was talking about Keto Mama getting beat up at that jail and, and jumping around and stuffing on her, <laughs> that Deshaun laughed and he cried for a half yes, he an did. hour yes, he straight. Did. And it was just, you know, that he was going to laugh. He take his glasses off and he'd be yeah. wiping his eyes yeah. and he'd show his top teeth. Yeah. And, and, and he said, <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, he he had a, he did have a legendary laugh. Oh he yeah, definitely did. He was going to laugh, and Deshaun uh, was going to sing. People, maybe people didn't know Deshaun was a singer. You know, he performed at every karaoke night. Uh, and uh, Miss Escher was watching us live. One of Lincoln Park's greats, the librarian Deshaun spent a lot of time in the library. Yes, he did, uh, Miss Escher, and he loved him some Miss Escher. Yes, he did. And I'm yes, he sure did. He got on your nerves, Miss. But she said she loved the show, yep. and uh, you know the world was devastated uh, when we got that 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 dreadful phone call. And um, you know I remember it like it was yesterday. It was a Monday, and uh, when I got the phone call from Jamal saying that uh, you know when Jamal says somebody went on the glory, you'll know if he. For real or not. You I know. got a story for that too. <laughs> <laughs> so now, like our group different. Like we handle things different. Yeah. And, and if you're not from our group, you won't know what the hell we talking about. Yeah. And you won't get it. So Jamal sent he puts in a group, we got a group message text. He puts in a group, Sean them gone to glory or some shit like that. <laughs> and you don't know if Jamal serious or not. You just know he said. So I I still didn't process what Jamal said. He put it in the group, yeah, but God. you don't take him serious because Jamal right. plays so much too. But he's serious <laughs> when he needs to be. But he played a lot. So Jamal said Deshaun to go on the glory. He referenced that to something else we was talking about. It was so random. And yeah. then he put it in the group, and I was like, after a certain amount of time, Jamal called me. And he, he had let me know he was serious. And I was like, are you fucking serious? The way yeah. I found out, it was 
it, I was taken, I was taken back for yeah. a minute. Yeah. And I didn't believe it till I showed up at that address. Yep. And all, and and I saw a good one. And this, this Jamal pulled up, and it was real. And that's when I knew it was real. And I, but when he put in that damn group text, I did not believe Jamal. <laughs> if you ever die, don't let Jamal tell everybody. <laughs> like, you probably already <laughs> did to Jamal. <laughs> you will, nobody gonna believe yeah, he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Miss Sessu, we put people in the grave. Right. Miss <laughs> Sessu, if you watching, we love your uh, speech you did. We were asking about things like dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean, that's it. I mean, yeah. nothing else to say. Yeah, that was, uh, I know Mark called me too. He's like, is Jamal for real? Yeah. Oh, was there was like, a group. I was like, is he serious? Yeah. yeah. You know what? <laughs> and when you get a I mean, call, that's what I like. Oh, he fucking for real. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it, I'm not one to take death uh, easily, but, um, you know, I, I, I was just in complete disbelief. You know, Shit, we still don't believe it. Well, yeah, because we ain't seen nobody. But um, <laughs> the uh, and, and I tell people, I say, I, I can be at the Taste of Chicago and Deshaun will walk up to me and I'll be like, hey, Deshaun, what's up? I knew your ass was alive. I, honestly, <laughs> right? it's hard to grieve a person who pulls so many stunts. <laughs> <laughs> we really don't know yeah, if he gone. Oh, yeah, right. No, if he's the one, Machiavelli, Tupac, if he's the one to do it, it's him. Oh, yeah. If anyone can pull it off, is oh, yeah. what I'm saying. It's him, you know. It's like, damn, man. Uh, we don't know. Uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so getting the phone call and, and going over and actually seeing him, you know, in that state, you know. But it was, it was, it was, you know, he was in a peaceful state. You know, uh, it wasn't, you know, any trauma or any of that stuff. It was just, you know, he was sitting there. I think he had his leg. He had his leg crossed. He had his leg crossed and, you know, had his head like, and, and he was, he was, it was peaceful. Right on his glasses. And, um, you know, right. <laughs> he had right. his glasses. Uh, you know, Sean would always say, you know, we all have a date with death. Yes, he did. That was one of his sayings. And, yep. Um, yep. Yep. You know, so... One thing we do know is that Deshaun loved the Lord. You know, he was unapologetic one, about one, that. He was open about that. Um, and so, you know, whether you're 37, 97, 7 years old, you know, everybody leaves at different ages, different times, different ways. And uh, I think as we get older, we, we come to grips with that. You know, and, you know, each year is a blessing. And, you know, we've all passed that 37 threshold. But, um, you know, <laughs> the way he impacted people in his 37 years, both good and bad, but it was an impact. Uh, <laughs> definitely, you know, you know, even if it was bad, I'm pretty sure you probably smile at the way he got you. <laughs> yeah, he tricked a bunch of them. <laughs> He's a trickster. Yeah. Yeah, and there's there's no replacing, you know. Mm -mm. You you you're, you're never going to encounter another Deshaun Jackson, never. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. We don't, um, and 
we don't minimize anything that he did that was harmful to other people. Uh, we accept that. But I think it, it is, I think Anthony said it earlier. My you name know. is Sir Gilbert Lodge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you said it earlier. Okay. Um, it is a story of friendship. And, and so, again, he he went away for what he did, and, and that was it. Um, you can't, and, and having our friendship, you had to kind of welcome him back. You know what I mean? And so, I, I don't, um, he was a good brother. He was a good brother. And I realized, I know his heart. I know his heart. And, uh, and in his heart... He meant well, and that didn't always translate right, <laughs> but he meant right. Mm -hmm. And so with Deshaun, I, I do, he was, I hate to say this, but no, I don't hate to say this. Because if, if Huli, if you're listening and watching, we do remember the character in Raising in the Sun, Walter. Mm -hmm. He was like Walter, Walter Lee. Yeah. He was a modern day Walter Lee. He was tormented by his dreams. He had dreams yes. that were so big. Yes. And coming in contact with him, he allowed you to dream too. Coming from where we come from, like parents who weren't were less than good. You know what I'm saying? They weren't perfect parents, yeah. but they were parents. They did the best they had that they could. You know what I'm saying? And but he dreamt. And he attained, he had a certain amount of attainment. We talked about uh, the Fisk. You know, he went away to Fisk University, a very prestigious college. You know, and so he was tormented by his dreams in a way. And, and so I, I don't, um, you know, I, uh, Walter Lee, one of his things what he said is that he, he, didn't, he didn't believe, he, he believed that God, only saw fit to give black man a dream, mm -hmm. not attainment, but mm -hmm. just a dream. Mm -hmm. And that, that, that nagged at him, that ate at him, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think with Deshaun, that was one of his things, you know what I mean? He, he, he saw these things. He saw Oprah, he saw, <laughs> and he saw his ability to achieve that kind of stuff, but he never quite got it there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so I think at eight, at him a little bit. So anyway, mm -hmm. that's the way I saw Sean Bone, mm -hmm. like a Walter Lee, mm -hmm. <laughs> like mm -hmm. a Walter Lee. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah, absolutely. So, what are your some of your final thoughts on Sean and uh, the Morris Chestnut of the group, Morris? I, me personally, I'm gonna just remember how he was. Well, how I knew him. Mm -hmm. the, the 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 lady killer. <laughs> not saying not not saying in the aspect as he got the lady, but he'll definitely try. He don't give a hell what then what you rate the lady, he gonna go get her. He yeah. gonna try. And then when he get turned down, he's gonna try like two mm -hmm. more times. <laughs> because that liquor in him. And once that liquor get in him, he gonna he gonna try, try. Mm -hmm. And he gonna irritate the shit out of her, but he gonna try a couple more times. Yeah. That was the the non give up the show. That's the one I knew. Yeah, relentless. Yeah, the you one said it. The one that keep going. Like, he know he don't take the no for an answer. He going to keep trying until she hit him with a shovel or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he get the picture. <laughs> That's when he going to back up. <laughs> yeah, I, I miss my friend, man. De definitely, 
miss the show. You know, uh, through it all, through all the ups and downs and rounds, you know, at the end of the day, I think, Jamal, you hit it on the point when you said you knew his heart. And, you know, sometimes people, you know, they, they you know, they, they, they don't, they, they want something different, so they don't know which way to go, and you try this and you try that, but at the end of the day, you know, you bring it back in, and, um, you know, Deshaun was a good friend to me and to us and uh, you know never you know put us in harm's way Mm-mm. and so <clears throat> I think that was you know very very good and impressive and so that's why when he came back from away we you know we were scheduled to go to New Orleans you know and <laughs> we all you know no nobody wanted to do the trip without Deshaun you know, Deshaun is back. Deshaun, you need to come on the trip. And uh, we, you know, he didn't have no, he didn't have any money. You know, no, no damn. And we, we, we that never stopped Deshaun. <laughs> no, but no, he didn't want to go. He, he didn't, he didn't want to take the handout. But all of us, well, most of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Most of us put in to make sure that Deshaun. You know, had uh, some all white. You know, we made sure that he, you know, had a ride down. Uh, I think he drove down and back. I don't think he flew. He drove a portion of that trip. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, we know (laughs) he drove from (laughs) L.A. to Vegas. He drove that van. And he drove that van. And that was, I mean, he went 55 (laughs) the entire way. <laughs> that nigga drove slow the motherfucker, and then he would go over the line, All right. and then jerk the van back right. over to the thing. Right. Like, you right. I'm like, motherfucker, right. you wanted me to sit up front with him? I'm like, okay. Uh, he, he had, his ass was 10 to 2. 10 to 2. He was like this the whole way. The whole way. He, he never had a steady hand. <laughs> He always was like this the whole way, and, but and going 55 miles an hour in that big-ass white van. It was no way I was going to sleep, uh, but he, he got us to Vegas. He did. He, he turned a, a four-hour trip into a six-hour trip. <laughs> he did. Yeah, it was a slow drive. But you had us jamming, though, with that. You had some good music playing during that well, time. I, I do remember that Deshaun, when Deshaun took over, goddammit. Yeah, you, it met, you lost that iPod. Yeah, I did. Yeah, uh, but, you know, we, we pulled together <laughs> and had uh, a great time in New Orleans, and we had a lot of great footage. Of oh, oh, him in New Orleans. A lot of memories. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, the housing. The housing was great in New Orleans. I have to say that one hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever go back, I want to stay the same. Deshaun <laughs> <laughs> didn't have nothing to do with that one. Right. <laughs> and uh, Mike Murphy made sure that uh, everybody that was staying at his house had a flashback of where they used to. The things that they used to have in their childhood. You know when 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 you when when cut when when you got a, a bunch of black people with their preferences. Yeah. You you gotta try and meet all of them. Yeah. I did the best and you I met could. none of them. 
The, 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 the price wise, I yeah, you did. That's all the goddamn matter. You ain't had to spend no more money. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> shit. I ain't seen cockroaches that big in a long time. I ain't never seen a damn lizard in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and shout out to Tess Rogers who switched his accommodations. Uh, to go from our gave nice up, home gave to, it up for that. He to, let you live that down. <laughs> he let you live that down. It was down. memorable though. Oh yeah, a lot more memories. Oh yeah, and yeah. Sean slept a lot of that trip. Sean uh, <laughs> <laughs> was asleep. Got a lot of snaps on that. Yeah, right. Yeah, he was definitely. Uh, yeah. Oh, trip. Yeah, he was definitely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a lot of footage of Deshaun's sleep. But you know, Deshaun might have been high when we were going from LA to Vegas and you know, back then we nobody really did that stuff back yeah. then. We didn't know. So he probably was high, we didn't know. Uh, I definitely didn't know. <laughs> he driving that's why we're driving so slow. You know, he probably saw stuff crossing the road and shit. Yeah, right. Mirage. <laughs> he saw Mirage the whole way shit. He Yeah. <laughs> But the show will forever be our brother and our friend, and uh, you know we uh, we'll do a toast. We got we got something to do a toast for uh, Deshaun uh, Deshaun's 40th birthday tomorrow Monday. It's a work day for us. So Here's to you. We had to do it tonight during the Bears game. We are watching the Bears game live. Yep. Um, Here's to you. Sean. But uh, cheers to Sean and uh, brotherhood and the memories and uh, the good times. And the fun times that uh, we had with him for 30 years. Uh, 30 years for you, you know. Uh, 25 years plus for, for me. Sure. And, uh, you know, Machete Mike, you know, became <laughs> one of his uh, best friends. Um, and, you know, on his last day, he wanted Machete Mike to bring him a six-piece. Here we go. He wanted, he, wanted, he wanted six six wings from Harold's, and uh, Mike was unavailable. Now, I couldn't make it that I couldn't yeah. make it. But yeah, I, I, make it. I made it over later to see to say goodbye. This is how you going, my friend. Yeah, hey, you know, <laughs> how you going. I said my personal goodbye. I know that's right. I know that's right. You at peace, mm. but uh, oh yeah, you at peace. <laughs> <laughs> Six piece, huh? That six six piece with mouth sauce. Shut, shut up. That's all. That's all it took. And you couldn't get him to have that six piece mouth. All right, sauce. okay. Yeah, and then you showed up to the funeral. <laughs> but yes, uh, Sean Forty, love you. God bless you. Love you God Sean. rest your soul. And uh, thank you for the great memories. And one day, one day, come on. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see other again. Yes, we uh, I remember we did a show and Huli said, we don't know where D-Shine is. <laughs> Leave it to Huli to say that. He said he don't know where D-Shine is. Um, yeah, well, we'll see when that time comes. We sure will. You know, Huli also told me recently, he said that he wished God would have, uh, would take me and send Queen Elizabeth back. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the queen lived 90 some years. Yeah. I mean, That's yeah. a long time. He said, take me and see the queen, send the queen back. I didn't know he was a Brit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I know he was a Brit. What the hell the queen ever did for him? Yeah, no, no, no. She did nothing for nobody, especially no blacks. 
<laughs> Show, we love you. Thank you. Thank you to uh, the uh, uh, Morris Chestnut of the show, Mike Fantastic Five Five Fab. I can't say that no more. Fab Five. Fab Five Fridays. Unapologetic Podcast. You can listen to Unapologetic on all social media podcast outlets. And you can even go back and find some shows with uh, uh, Morris Chestnut and Sean Ball. Especially the last show. The, the last the last show. Uh, Sean Ball. Yeah, we're going to have to re-air that. Uh, Jamal Williams, uh, Deshaun's best friend for 30 years. Uh, thank you for being here with us and sharing your great memories of Deshaun Jackson. And uh, we know you'll keep Deshaun's memory alive because uh, you are a historian. You and uh, Terrence, Terrence Rogers. You yeah. all love to tell great stories. <laughs> <laughs> Especially about you. Yeah. <laughs> Most of those stories aren't true, though. So, Sir Good Live, Unapologetic Podcast. If you're watching us now, we'll be live tomorrow night, 8.20 p.m.-ish. Uh, right here on our social media sites and on fluidradio.com. Peace out. Peace.